1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another first run bald movie. Uh this is actually uh maybe a second run because we're a couple days behind uh Mini Saints in Newark. We thought that this would come out Thursday night at 7 p.m. Like the other kind of simultaneous Warner Brother releases have happened. Um but for some reason, maybe because David David uh the uh, chase through a, a giant fit about it or something, uh they didn't release that until very late at night. It's like three o'clock in the morning. And because of our Friday schedule, we couldn't record it. Um, so we're getting it out as quick as we could. It's it's about a week behind. Better late than ever, mm-hmm. I hope. Uh, Mini Saints of Newark. This is a movie that was written by David uh, Chase, again the longtime writer of Sopranos. Uh, it was directed by Alan Taylor, one of the star directors of HBO Stable. He's done tons of work, including for Sopranos, obviously in Game of Thrones. Done just a, just a lot of HBO stuff. Uh, and it purports to be the prequel to The Sopranos, showing the man who made Tony Soprano, who's referenced many times in the old series, Dickie Multisante. Uh, the father of Christopher, uh, the quote unquote uncle of Tony, that was uh, very, uh, very. that had a big impact on, on who he became as a man. Um, and I was very excited. Like I have been sitting the Sopranos series in my little wine cellar of television shows. I haven't seen. It was at a preeminent spot of like, Oh man, so I'm special occasion. I'm going to take that fucker down and drink it. It's going to taste so good. Mm-hmm. And what better, what, what better chance than almost 20 years after this all started for the original creator to come out and be like, I want to make a movie. I'm making a movie. um, I do not begrudge any of the 80 hours I spent with Tony Soprano and his family. It's a great television show, and I'm a better, better television person for having seen it. This movie. Oh, boy. I don't know, Jim. (laughs) What's your experience with the Sopranos and the many saints of Newark? Oh, and what did you think? Uh, so I have seen the Sopranos, but I
0: mostly, I I watched the early seasons closer than the later seasons. And I ended up background watching a lot of that show, um, in the last half. And it's been almost a decade now since I've done that. So I don't remember much of it. In fact, I remember so little of it as to not really even make the claim that I remember any of it at this point. And it, i I did watch this movie and see some of the characters that I was familiar with and and go, okay, and it jogged my memory a little bit, right? I, I remember Junior, I remember like, you know, how shitty he is uh half the time. I remember remember Tony's mom uh pretty pretty oh, vividly yeah. and now yeah, oh, I get yeah, to see her in this. Um it, this movie when I when I finished it. I was like I kind of thought is that all there is is that is that it 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 wasn't like I regretted watching it because I I kind of enjoyed it while I was watching it it's just like it hit it hits all of the notes that a gangster movie needs to hit but it falls flat somehow it doesn't have any kind of weight to it to me it's just it it almost seems like a gallery of mobster greatest hits kind of thing. Um it, I, I don't know that I needed this movie. I don't know that it adds anything to my enjoyment of the Sopranos. Um certainly, you know, ten years after having watched it, it probably doesn't add anything. It's just yeah, I, I didn't care much
1: for it. I thought it was meh. It wasn't bad. It's just meh. I felt the same way. In fact, I think that if you uh I was sure that people that had no experience at all with the Sopranos, they would get a finely crafted film that would be a good introduction to the characters. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, instead of like this being kind of like a fan servicey thing, it would it feel like, oh, this is setting up a lot of uh and you'll notice like, oh, well that's not true, and that's not true as you're starting to watch the show. And it's it might, you know, maybe be a different debate. Like, do you watch it many saints in Newark and then Sopranos, or do you watch it Sopranos, Many Saints in Newark? Right. I can't imagine anyone that doesn't have affection, deep affection for this show making anything of this movie and maybe even following the plot. I think there's a very confusing plot point at the end of this yeah. movie that you only yes. can really understand if you know the characters from The Sopranos pretty well. As a as a person who just got done watching the the Soprano ser- series like on Thursday of the, the of this movie coming out Mm-hmm. Uh, those last 15 minutes are a goddamn bombshell, completely yeah. changing my perception of the series itself. Um, sure. Unfortunately, the rest of the movie just doesn't hold up. It, so half of this movie is a love letter to the Sopranos. that doesn't really make sense or doesn't, or it doesn't, you have got no reason to care about this stuff yeah. because it's an incomplete story unless you know the illusions they're making. And the other half is kind of like a dated might have been timely five or seven years ago race story about yeah. America that like, uh I mean, for everyone, you know, if you haven't been exposed to the message, it's a message that you need to be exposed to. But like, not particularly well done. It does feel a little dated and like perfunctory with the stellar work that's preceded it in the television, you know, and, and movie lines in the last few years. And takes away yeah. from the other stuff that was kind of working as a Sopranos prequel because it has nothing really has, you know, I mean, it has nothing to do. Like it, it explains how another piece of the pressure. It's like uh, this is the right. This is the New Jersey side of uh, the American gangster story. In fact, they they name yeah. check Frank. Frankly, they name yeah. check him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's so in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. He just mm-hmm. shows a lot more flamboyant than I guess. He, I guess they they did they do. He does have that one turn where he comes out in uh-huh. the movie. Uh, so maybe it's that era. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's flash. the era,
0: right? Like this movie. When I went into it, and I saw oh, they're they're doing stuff with Vietnam and and the war and racism, and I'm like, this yeah. doesn't feel like Sopranos at all. But what do you do? It's the time period, right? If those things were absent from this movie, it wouldn't feel right either. So. You have
1: to do something with it. I just don't think they did much of anything with it. Yeah, I I mean, this, yeah, this wasn't like there were these real life Newark race riots. They were over this like taxi cab driver. And it's not just that's the thing. It's like that's it's not about that. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. Just like, Mm -hmm. you know, George Floyd uh, wasn't a particularly egregious or maybe I guess it was because it was lasted for so long. and got on cameras. But it's like it's not like, you know, that was the this was this was a long line of of black men who had, had had not gotten justice out on the streets at the hands of the police that that incited the whole na- national flare up. So it's like, yeah, you can't. But like, it's just maybe commit to that for a whole movie. Uh, right. Or have it be very background and have it be about the Sopranos crew and how this because like the Sopranos did touch on race um Oh, did and, it? And you know, that. the you know, sometimes there's a couple plots where you had you touched on the black gangsters modern day and like you know how they saw eye to eye and how they didn't see eye to eye with some of Tony's crew and how Tony viewed. So it's it's not like they never, but like I think it was always that kind of a lighter touch, it's firmly from the camp, the POV of these Italian American gangsters, these New Jersey gangsters, um and didn't really try. You know, it's like not like half of the episodes of Sopranos were about. You know, the 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 black crime syndicates of New Jersey and how they interface with it. No, it's it's not, and that's kind of what this film was about. And Mm -hmm. again, it's like it it's just this weird amalgamation of two different movies that don't feel like they go together and put together, sharing screen time. They don't really justify their existence.
0: Yeah, and it feels like three movies. It feels like that Sopranos prequel to the people who know the Sopranos. Yeah, and you're it right. It's like, like the Italian mafia and the black mafia or such, such that it is at that time. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's not a mess, right? Like everything follows, everything tracks. It's, it's, very, just, and it's
1: very competent and it's well yeah. written. There's some scenes there's as good as like, there's an action scene. That's a, you know, there's a, a gangland execution, a torture sequence. that's as good as anything I've seen from casino. There's a gangland shootout. That's as good as anything I, I've, I've seen. Uh, but like it's again, there's just not enough of any one thing to keep me invested in the entire project. Um, and and the, the movie, go ahead. I, I think it's fairly lifeless. I think there are a couple
0: of moments where it pops a little bit off screen. Um, I, I, and we'll talk about those more when we get to the spoiler section. But yeah, I I found myself kind of watching this movie, going, okay, when is this gonna get? compelling when is when am i going to be sucked in by this thing and it got to the end of the movie and i just hadn't
1: and i think it is the movie gets a pulse in the last 15 minutes like it actually uh there's a point in the very closing minutes of the film where i don't want to spoil it because it's like a big sopranos moment that feels like fuck yeah and it but that's the thing right it's a sopranos moment it's not
0: it's not a mini saints of newark (sighs) moment that's this the movie
1: feels the only way this movie could be seen as a success is if it launches a sequel, a series of Tony, Supra- young Tony Soprano sequels built around Michael Gandolfini. Right. Which maybe they're going to do. Like, I don't know that David Chase has any appetite for that, but could he spin it off to be like, this is like a, uh, a more serious uh, social commentary, fast and furious franchise where it's just going to be a couple of movies <laughs> about heists and about. Yeah, because like I kind of want to see that movie because damn, Michael Gandolfini is a really good yeah. young James Gandolfini, it turns out. Oh, and who the casting the, across the board is so good. So good. He, they just nailed young Polly, young Carmela, young uh big pussy, uh, yeah. Or his dad the, the, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's playing the 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 senior pussy. <laughs> uh <laughs> silvio uh-huh. like you know people were complaining uh-huh. like silvio. oh he's just a caricature he was a fucking caricature in the show man i don't know right. what show you were watching like if you're saying they not nail young Polly walnuts and they don't nail silvio i say you're a fucking liar and you haven't seen the show in a long while yeah uh if you wanted to see that guy be more nuanced like ah, so th- but yeah, t- like but yeah tony the young tony is i mean obviously it's it's
0: james gandolfini's son he's gonna look like him right but he also acts like him i, I think he acts like
1: a young Tony Soprano. Yeah. Uh and boy, I, you know, and, and even the guys who we didn't have a real like uh um you know Tony's dad played by John Bernthal was just the kind of hot-headed psycho that, you know, they, they didn't really get into his like mental problems like him having panic attacks and stuff. I thought maybe they would. And uh Christopher's dad, Dickie Moltisanti, I thought was really good. Yeah. Like you have okay, to like this gentleman Dicky type character you have to like get him right away because he does some you know he gets up to some heinous shit in this movie uh but you have to believe that he would be this figure that looms large over several people's lives that makes a huge mm-hmm. impression and I think the movie nails that For so it's sure. like as I'm talking about and I look at this on Rotten Tomatoes and it's got like mid-70s percentage approval uh but I think that's only because the vast, vast majority of movie critics have seen all of Sopranos and think it's one of the best television shows ever made. And because res- like, yeah, if half of the movie, if this was a, sh- a show that like anything, if this is another show that had less of that cachet, you know, uh, if this had been a justified prequel, I don't think it, people would be as kind because not nearly many, as many people saw Justified. you know I'm not saying that you know comparing to quality I'm just saying like just it just doesn't have and if it was that type of movie where you kind of have to see all of the Sopranos to for it to fully make sense and and to to land so yeah yeah, I uh, hmm it feels it feels like an attempt to launch a franchise more than it does as standalone film and I that surprised me because all the advanced I I felt really bad or sympathetic to Alan Seppenwall because this his Rolling the Rolling Stones rolled out the red carpet and he got unprecedented access to all the crew and all the cast. He had all these fascinating interviews with all the direct, all the actors and the director, and you know even Chase sat down for like an hour and did a you know a, a interview inside the calf the the ice cream parlor and it was so and it had so many great details. But then I read the re, his, review and it's like very much a measured like this was such a great opportunity for me and I love this material and I love everyone that made it, but they made a movie that's just aggressively average.
0: Good and for him. Like,
1: like I'm glad he came away with that. That takes it's, a lot of balls. It, yes. Yeah. That, that
0: shows his integrity as a movie critic, uh, a mm-hmm. TV critic. So yeah, I'm glad
1: that was the no, takeaway, was, but yeah, I was uh, gratified to see that he didn't like, I, like I said, I, and it's one thing is like, you don't tear this movie apart. No. It's just this movie with its pedigree and what it was promising to do is seen by I just think it's 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 just a disappointment. It's a wasted opportunity. Um and, and it's and probably too ambitious
0: saw. in a way, too, right? It's like it wants to tell a lot of story. It wants to tell a story akin to a Sopranos type thing, but in two hours. And it's just that's why I say it's sort of a greatest hits of of mobster movie uh tropes because you gotta rush that along and, yeah. and I don't think that they ever spend enough time really connecting me to a character with the exception of maybe Dickie like mm-hmm. Dickie almost gets there in this movie um, he's the closest but even he is just like okay give him a moment and then rush him along to the next one give him a moment rush him along it's it they never yeah. has time to kind of slow down and let you connect with these characters
1: yeah um agreed the movie's almost impatient to get to tony like high school tony and then when he gets there it's like he kind of like just soaks up so much of the movie's attention that everything else starts to suffer i know a lot yeah. of people ask us like uh cuz there's some people in chat asking us if you haven't seen the sopranos should i see this movie will it spoil the sopranos i don't think it will no. um if anything it'll 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 add a little poignancy to some of these scenes because you'll know the the true facts of the situation but you probably also maybe not remember until, but like, the thing is, I don't know why you would want to, because Mm -hmm. again, this movie is made for Sopranos fans. Yeah. Uh, it's not made to, and, and, and if you watch it, like I, I would recommend watching the series first because it's excellent. And then after you're done with everything. And the thing is, is like a lot of what this movie touches on, I was dismayed because, uh, I, I, I got down to the wire. Obviously I was watching Sopranos up until the movie started. Uh, and I remember like, Oh God, I'm only a month away and I got like three seasons left. And Seppenwall wrote this handy thing. It's like, here's the Sopranos episodes. You need to, to enjoy the mini saints. I'm like, ah, sweet. I'm sure they're all going to be from like seasons one through four. And maybe there'll be a couple. Fuck. No, there was like one or two out of the 10 episodes. There's like one or two from the first three seasons and everything came from the final six and seventh season or six, a six B. Uh So I'm like, and that all is 100% true. Like, the 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 bombshells that are in this movie, the last season of Sopranos really sets you up to enjoy those kind of like boom, what if kind of moments and the last 10 15 minutes are just lousy, lousy with them. And like I said, I was not ready for the movie to end when it ended because I'm like, fuck, yeah, it's finally getting into it felt yeah, like yeah. if this was a episode of television, this was like this entire movie is the cold open and the title sequence hits at the end. But instead, it's also the end credits. Mm-hmm. It's just very unsatisfying way to end things of your Soprano fan. I agree. And I was I guess I was into
0: it enough that I could have watched more of it. Um, if mm-hmm. this movie had been two and a half hours, um, I, I probably I would have been totally in for that. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know
1: why the short run time and the feeling of being rushed. Well, I'll tell you what, let's uh, look at the upcoming movies we're going to be talking about in the next quarter, and then we will get to the spoiler version of our review. We can actually talk about in detail uh, the things we liked and didn't like about the movie.
0: What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious, (coughs) I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers.
1: Uh, so as you know, next week is the final installment of the Craig Bond series. No time to die. Uh, I'm going to be traveling. Actually, it's going to happen next this week. It's, it's, it's going to happen this week. I'm going to mm. be traveling and it's going to be another mini Saints situation where we won't be able to talk about it until Wednesday of next week. Apologize for that, but uh, they fucking shouldn't have moved the Bond schedule around so much.
0: <laughs> also, when you uh, say
1: the movie is coming out on the 22nd or whatever,
0: don't put it out on the 21st. Yeah. Don't put it out the day before the actual airing of the movie. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mo- so, movies make no sense release dates. They're bullshit. We're going to have we'll have the no time to die review out next week. Uh then October 22nd, very excited to see Dune. We will have that uh, out the night before it's in uh, you know, wide release that Friday. No- November 5th is the next Marvel installment, The Eternals, um starring Connie from The Walking Dead and a bunch of uh a swole Nanjiani, you know, bald move yeah you got to you swole Nanjiani. you got the the stark boys mm-hmm. uh, representing that should be a lot of fun uh also since maverick got booted out of november it's still in fucking release limbo we we are reserving the right to do a you know possibly late but better late than never review of the last duel and or last night in soho yeah. We're very excited by both of these movies, but like we probably don't have the schedule to see them both and we kind of want to see which one is more well regarded and we'll probably pick up one of those in November to make up for Maverick. Then December we're loaded. December 17th Spider-Man's No Way Home. I'm very excited to see that. It's probably the, the the other than maybe uh the Doctor Strange uh Multiverse of Madness the most thing I'm most excited for for this uh iteration of marvel mm-hmm. and then december 24th the surprise no one saw coming until a month ago matrix resurrections we're gonna get we're gonna come come off our igloos over winter break and review this movie because we're that excited about it hell yeah that comes at christmas eve so that's gonna be fucking rad um so that's it we didn't obviously we didn't go to the the movies we saw this on hbo max uh so we didn't see any trailers for upcoming uh, um uh movies but that's that's the the next quarter that's next quarters worth of movies you got to look forward to here on first run uh that is it if you are wait a second can
0: can i say one more thing about the sopranos uh and many saints newark before we get into spoilers yes please for people who are familiar with the sopranos the tone of this movie i feel is very sopranos it has some comedy in it it's not like an ultra serious
1: godfather type mob movie right true not as funny as your average yeah, Sopranos sure. episode, but it's it's certainly not a dower affair for sure. Yeah. So, uh, OK, this is it. This is where you have to get off. If you are not a club member, uh, we will we will see everybody else on the next uh, first run movie. No time to die for no spoilers there. But if you're a club member, come on in clubs club members and patrons. Come on in Pass the red velvet uh, ropes. Let's 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 talk spoilers.